0: Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast. Actually, it should be like the weekly careers podcast. The only one you need to listen to. Yeah. Where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Darn tootin'. We are. How the heck are you, Britt? Well, I'm fabulous. I'm in full-on holiday mode, (laughs) You should see Brittany's apartment. It's like covered in fairy lights Mm -hmm. and uh, Santa Clauses. What do you call the green stuff? garland garland sorry yes.
1: garland with lights wrapped around it yes. hung in every doorway not yes. every doorway but yeah. a few doorways yeah i just love a cozy christmas apartment you're an elf i
0: know you're an I actual know. elf I
1: know. <laughs> it's uh it's really lovely and i today i spent almost the entire day inside
0: oh i love doing that it's been really great actually uh, i'll tell you what's the most beautiful thing about freelance life is that you never have to I hope I haven't said this on the podcast already, but you think I have? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, it's where you basically wake up in the morning and you look outside and it's dark and cold and you don't have to go anywhere. Oh, it's the greatest. You just like enjoy that, people. Sorry, Although that's I, really mean. Yeah, I know. We know. love you. Rug up. And also, you have know, a hot toddy in the morning. Well, exactly. <laughs>
1: I mean, you have all you go and your teams there. I mean, mm. there's, there's, um, you know, positives and negatives there's on a, each
0: end. And a benefit, benefits. There's. <laughs> Benefits. Right. Benefits. Okay, Brittany, can I tell you a funny story? I'm so so just so you
1: guys know, this podcast is going to be this episode is our final episode of this year. Yes. So we're gonna make it a little bit different, a little bit special. We've we have all so Penny and I talk more about festive. More a little more festive. Yeah. And by that,
0: by that, it's actually not festive at all. But well, we'll be a gabbing. Bit. We're be gonna gab. More, but work related. Work-related gab. Yeah. Gab fest. So tune out if you don't like us. <laughs> Yeah, you won't like this episode if you don't like yeah, it. There's okay, going to be a whole lot of the best. Kenny
1: sent me a message <laughs> and she was like, Britt, I have the best story to tell on the podcast. I can't wait. And I was like, oh.
0: so I'm dying to hear okay. this. So basically, Brittany and I were just, we were like, let's do an episode about values and how to create personal and professional values. And yeah. so I was doing some research on it and I found this great article by a person. And I'll I'll tell you about that later. Um, And so I read the article and I was like, this is so good. And I was like, how do I rip off all of this material and repackage it in the happy hour voice? And then I was like, you know, it would be amazing. If I could get the author of the article to be on this show. Instead of ripping
1: off his or her ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and claiming exactly. them as our
0: own. And the author, according to my understanding, was Mark Marin. He's on the show Glow. He wrote some some, he's got a podcast called What the Fuck with Mark Marin. Yeah. He, he also, might have also written a book. He's written
1: several. He Great. has it's that he wrote that book um, uh, The Soul Arts. Art Art not, not giving a fuck. That's correct. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, Just a bit of context, this was a Monday night. I was getting cozy at home. I'd had maybe like three glasses of red wine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was... I was a little drunk. You were in like penny time zone. I was really just enjoying my own company. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to reach out to this guy. I'm going to ask him if he wants to be on our podcast. Which is so bold because, which I love. Like
1: I love a bold move, Mm. you know.
0: I'm a ballsy gal. Yeah. Especially after three red wines (laughs) and before dinner. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm. I'm going to put a lot of personality into this because he probably gets a lot of emails all of the time. Yeah. And so I wrote him this ludicrous email, <laughs> <laughs> which, of course, the next day I was like, whoa, that's, uh, that's unhinged. Um, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And I read it to a few people and they laughed. Um, and I sent it to both of the email addresses that I could find on the internet mm-hmm. for Mark Marin. Um, and then I got a reply yesterday from a lady called Kelly, Mm -hmm. who is, uh, Mark Maron's manager person saying, hi, Penny, Mark is not available, (laughs) which is funny because I hadn't stated a place or time. Um, thanks for your interest. And then I realized that, uh, not only had I, uh, not only did Mark Maron not write this article. The blog post in the first place. It was Mark Manson. Totally oh different. My guy. God. But um I'd also sent because I'd found these two email addresses from Mark Marin. And then I found another one for Mark Manson, which was through my uh newsletter subscription to Mark Manson's email thing. That's hilarious. Yep. And so I'd forward it to him. Oh, Lord. That is so funny. I'm like, I love that she just wrote back like, A, wrong person. <laughs> B, and I love that on the podcast we're always like, you make sure you get the right person, okay? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, all marks, they're the same, right?
1: It's just Mark. And it was, I mean, it's also Mark with a K and Mark with a C.
0: Yeah, totally different. There were there were signifiers. There were red flags, Penny. I don't even know who Mark Manson is, although I'm now subscribed to his email I newsletter. know, right? He looks like. He the looks the kind of like guy, guy that, I would hate. Yeah, that you would absolutely <laughs> not want to be subscribed no, to. No, but the uh, I have to say the blog post was good, so I'll share it anyway. Oh, he's just a youngster. He's a he's just a a,
1: a fresh thirty-five years old. Oh, I
0: love that. Yeah, I'm
1: thirty-five. Does that mean I'm fresh? Definitely. Whoa. You're in the fresh spectrum. Beautiful. This is yeah okay. Well, I mean, whatever. I you know even though he's a white middle-aged guy who's relatively good-looking, you know, it's like. You can see he can still have things to say.
0: He can still be great. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I I felt like that was the perfect end to that story. I was like, not only did I get rejected, but I got rejected by the wrong, the wrong person. person. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so good. The email was great. I was like, and I know you get stuff like this all the time, but we are two women, so you'll be ticking <sighs> some women. diversity boxes here. Oh God. Um. Yeah. That's was, great. Yeah, it was fun. Fun times. Oh,
1: pen. So I um, <laughs> got a request on LinkedIn the other day, um, which is a, a common request, I think, that comes up. Like every, like a, a few times a week, I'll get a, a message that comes up and says, hey, I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'd love it if you endorsed me for this skill mm, on my profile. Interesting. How do you feel about that? Do you know this person?
0: No. Well, then obviously, why would you endorse them? <laughs>
1: It seems very strange, it's right? It's an
0: odd thing. And also nobody looks at endorsements. He,
1: this is the other thing. Like, mm. why is everybody obsessed with this? Like, when I look at someone's profile on LinkedIn, never do I go to, let's see mm. hey, how many endorsements this person mm. has. Mm. I might look, though, for a little recommendation. recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's for sure. The thing. Those are great. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I just find it so funny. Everybody's obsessed with this whole endorsement thing. And sometimes I get, like,
0: endorsed. Like, someone will just come on and be like, People endorse, endorse me I'm like, like crazy. I'm like, I have no experience in social media strategy. <gasps> Why are you endorsing me for this? But thanks. But no thanks. thanks. But like that doesn't help me at all. I just mm. feel like
1: this whole endorsement thing on LinkedIn needs to be dropped.
0: Like, Yeah, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know what it's for though. Maybe there's some kind of search function that you can do if you're a recruiter. And you can could search for but it. But it's could so be. misused that I doubt they do that. I'm, right? I, I'm sure they're completely across it.
1: I would imagine. But, yeah, that's a good point. It could be mm. for, like, a search history thing. Maybe,
0: but really. I don't know. Oh, funny. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I love that, like, some people ask questions and you're like, I don't know if that was a very smart thing to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just
0: uh, retract that comment, please. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, um I also like in this whole kind of like LinkedIn, social media. So just so you guys know, we're just like, we're, these are just topics that have been on our mind and we're just chatting. Yeah. We're chatting
0: about I it. love that you're like, just watch re- out. Just, we're just chatting. It's yeah. going to be a Willy really wild adventure. It's going to be
1: wild and you just don't, never know what's going to be around the corner. A
0: Willy really you know? wild adventure. Really wild. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that, but you know.
1: I, I just, I've been thinking about this whole thing because I think a lot of people are, thinking about kind of their social media in terms of a professional social media but then what do they do with their personal social media yeah how does that all kind of fit in do you think it's smart to have two social media like to have like a professional social media voice or account mm-hmm. and then something used for personal and keep them pretty
0: separate or what do you think i think like um we've been discussing this too lately because yeah. my instagram is obviously like mostly snaps of other people's pets. Pets, food, uh, food, uh, clothing. Or... Buildings. Buildings. Love the corner of a building. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> building corners, trees, leaves, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, I don't really know if I'm – I'm going to try, by the way, to provide value to my audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't think I'm doing that enormously right now. And I think it comes down to, like, what you want. Like, do you want to be able to express yourself on Instagram – or social media um, through a personal lens. And if so, you should have a personal account. And if you want to... Like, uh, build your profile professionally, then you should start to think about more content that way. Mm-hmm. The idea of having two accounts, like, literally gives me so much anxiety. I I'm know. like, I just don't, n- no one in my life is like, you should spend more time on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would really help this problem yeah. if you spent more time just on scroll social media? Some more, honey. Exactly. Yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. So I think for me, it's going to be like a smooth transition into trying to do like, Useful things on Instagram and make it more work oriented. Yeah, and also like personal development oriented. Trying to yeah. share like useful resources that I find with regards to like well being. The resource queen as well. So you to do like really to do read that. a lot of shit on the internet. You read yeah. lots. Yeah, You're a good curator. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Kit. Always used to say hi, Kit. <laughs> Kit always used to say I had top quality content, and mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, it's, so
1: nice. "It's the gosh darn truth." I'll <laughs> tell you that.
0: Um, yeah, because I, I just have this feeling like
1: – I'm just going to put that down. Um, mm-hmm. I just have this feeling that um, it's kind of useless, like, separating this professional life from the personal life mm. in kind of all aspects of that. So not only social media, but also, like, at work or away from work or whatever. And I know, like, I struggle then also with figuring out what's appropriate to post on mm, these social media things, you know, because yeah. if I'm if I'm like, well, no, like, my kind of – personal brand on social media is all of me. It's like Mm. also my personal life Mm. occasionally, although I don't get super personal. Yeah, you very much
0: live your truth. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have found that nice sweet spot between who you are as a person and what you want to achieve and share. Yeah. Professionally. Yeah. I find
1: it interesting when people are like, oh I couldn't possibly I mean I guess if you worked at a company where it was really frowned upon to, Mm. you know, and you wanted to share like, you know, kind of edgy things. And not want your colleagues or managers or whatever to yeah. know about it, then yeah. it's a different situation. But you can always block people who thought, fol- like, you can always stop people from
0: following you. Oh, I know that doesn't even occur to me. I'm like,
1: oh, everybody's going to see. That's the other thing, actually. Now that now that you said that, I'm like just bouncing around in my opinion. But I do think, <laughs> like, I am a firm believer in, like, whatever you put out into the
0: world, you should be kind of comfortable with anybody Anyone's seeing it. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, that actually, you bring up an interesting point because a big trend in social media, especially on Instagram, is this idea of authenticity. Yeah. And some people take the authenticity um, kind of hashtag and they interpret that as, oh, I have to show like my deepest, darkest vulnerabilities and tell people, tell my large audience a truth about myself or my family or my mental health or my body or whatever mm-hmm. or my, my health that – Potentially like and apparently these posts do really well. Yeah. Um and I, I sort of take issue with that because I think there will I don't believe in the commodification of yourself. Right. Like that there's a there's a little bit um of yourself that you should keep private. Mm-hmm. And also I think people are ever evolving and growing and changing. And so you might look back in a few months and be like, Fuck, I wish I hadn't told everyone that, right. you know, like I have a urinary tract infection. Right. <laughs> right.
1: I if I find this... Yeah, I really struggle with this because I love the idea that people are being really authentic and they're being genuine and honest without just always showing the best side of their lives. Yeah. But then there's also... I do think, and maybe this is controversial, but like there's such thing as like a social media overshare. Oh, uh, for sure. Like, yeah. I don't know you. I don't... Like, this is a yeah. really strange thing to like... Yeah, I don't know. I just find it really... Just a bit much sometimes. Yeah.
0: And I I, don't know what to do with that. You know? Yeah. I think it's kind of, um, it's us as a society figuring out what authenticity means. Yes. Yeah. Um, And we're kind of doing that collectively at the moment, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think we, I mean, like after saying all of this, I think we should also take it easy on people who might've done what we think is oversharing because it's kind of like, well... You know, you do get rewarded for doing certain things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, to be honest, it's the same as like a few years ago. There were a lot of like boobs and butts on Instagram. Yeah. And that was the thing. And yeah. you get rewarded with likes and attention. If, yeah. Not that I ever did this, but if you like show some tea and a little as cleave. we say, yeah. Um, then you will be rewarded. And it's like very hard for people to be like, oh, well, I want to live an ethical and, uh, a life with integrity, yeah. but also the world is telling me to get my nips out. Exactly.
1: <laughs> For damn lacks. Yeah, so we've got to
0: forgive each other
1: I totally other agree. Bit. I totally yeah. agree. I think that's such a good point that we're just all figuring it out still. Yeah. Like, this is still a new world. Like, a this is not even. A new world. <laughs> Don't you dare close, close your, your eyes. eyes. <laughs> um, God, I love Aladdin. Mm. It's one of my faves. Need to
0: rewatch that, baby.
1: Have you seen the real life version? Is that out? yeah it was in theaters like
0: ridiculous in the summer i just feel like life is one big marvel movie now i know marvel
1: everything is marvel i know so aladdin uh is played by an uh canadian man Mm. young man Mm. i have to say i mean i loved it just because i'm such a huge aladdin fan and Mm -hmm. it's literally the movie that i watched over and over as a kid um so i had to see it and i loved every second of it but there were some like disappointing you Mm. know i mean they changed the story a bit which to was be cool. more feminist, to probably. Be, yeah, exactly, <laughs> to be more modern and feminist. So mm. it wasn't, in the end, it wasn't about her finding um, her prince, you know mm. what I mean? It was
0: about her taking power into it, which was cool. Oh, that's great. I mean, yeah. like I was saying to a friend the other day, I would have watched the Disney original Sleeping Beauty film probably, no joke, like three or four hundred times when I was yeah. a kid. Like <laughs> That's brainwashed. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. It, the message that it gives you as a kid is like, This beautiful woman who has a nice singing voice can literally fall asleep and a man will fall in love with her and the happy outcome is that he wants to marry her at the end. Like that was the message that was drilled into me as a child. You don't have to have any uh, value other than the way you look and whether you're a sweet, nice person and the best possible outcome for you is to get married yeah it's like that's, that's the goal terrible yeah that's a ter- and so I'm really glad kids these days are getting a bit more positive messaging there's
1: a, th- yeah I'm really glad that that's happening yeah. and it's becoming very like it's I mean obviously it's super important like they're remaking movies and changing the, the story you know mm. what I mean I think it's mm. fantastic yeah with all the social media they we got to give them a break somewhere oh, you know absolutely. what I mean like Jesus. absolutely. so Penny what's
0: on your mind um well I've also been thinking about oh this is great talking about content Mm -hmm. I read and I think last week we talked about intuition and trusting your gut yeah and um I was saying that like I found it really hard this year because like I guess it's just you know everybody has years which which are sort of transitional and lots of things happen yeah yeah and so I've been like very anxious about trusting my intuition Mm -hmm. Um, and I read a great article on Man Repeller um, and I'll explain that title in a second because I don't want anyone to think that it's actually like an anti-man site Mm -hmm. but um, it's all about intuition and kind of uh, separating the idea of intuition from anxiety because I think once you start like grilling yourself too much you're like what is this gut feeling you turn into you get it's into this, this anxious state yeah um and you're like well what is real <laughs> um totally so i'm going to link that in the show notes it's an excellent art- article um and man repeller is a website for the record which yeah. was started by a very a very wealthy young lady from um new york city her name's leandra medine and she's flipping brilliant she's a really really highly intelligent girl but um extremely cool and extremely cool like Like, like, absolute yeah um she's a real pioneer in my eyes but Mm -hmm. um she started this blog it was a fashion blog so she wore outfits that in her mind and in many people's minds repelled men yeah they were not these were not outfits for Men, they were outfits for women and for fashionistas. Yeah, and so that's the origin of the name Man repeller Yeah, um, and I think the ethos is kind of around like not doing things for the sake of men. Yeah, um, which is nice. But to be honest, like I wish more men would read it because there's some really beautiful, thoughtful um. Opinion pieces just about life, and yeah. they're and they're completely gender neutral, really. Yeah. So I I'll link Such you in the fun, show. Notes. Like there's
1: so many fun reads as
0: well. Like everything's oh, very so entertaining, entertaining. It's very light hearted. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't take itself too seriously. They do like silly things, like I dressed like Patrick Swayze for two weeks, and here's what happened. <laughs> like it's just some of things are ridiculous, but then yeah. some things are much more. Um, they're really aiming to change the way their audience thinks about things. So it's cool. I hope you enjoyed this intuition article. It was excellent. Yeah, a good the, follow up to last week. Yeah, and my favorite thing that um towards the end of the article, they were saying, talking about making decisions based on intuition, and uh, there was a quote from a therapist who was like, "Listen, I mean, sometimes seventy percent certainty is enough." Yeah. You never, like, you might have 100% certainty, you might not... 70% 70% is a good – and I was like, yes, that's like a good that. number to aim for. You can for. never be 100% sure. Yeah, well, I mean, like, to... maybe you can, but I feel like okay, those opportunities right. are rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you can. Yeah, fair enough. You can. I'm 100% sure I like your almond milk with vanilla essence in oh, it. I'm telling you. It's a party in my mouth.
1: Although I know I, like, shouldn't be buying almond milk because it's that whole thing of, like, the amount of energy that it uses to make
0: yes. the almond
1: milk. is quite... That's why I was buying oat, but I needed a break from oat because it can get so <laughs> – <laughs> Oat milk can get so like, just like I don't know. It's like has a very like it's very creamy. Yeah, and like a it has a very distinct aftertaste.
0: I find interesting. So I try I just to drink like, my coffee black usually.
1: Yeah, maybe I should get on that bandwagon. I'm a real
0: minimalist at home. Yeah, very minimal. Yeah, I'm like simple, simple. You is are, easy. and that's another
1: thing I would never have expected. Cheap, simple, Cheap? easy. I don't know about cheap. I'm talking about food. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: I'm like Penny. <kind> of... <laughs> Literally night- nothing else in my house yeah. is
1: cheap. You're more of, which I think is great. You're more of like a quality. You buy fewer things, but quality items, which I think more people should be doing
0: in terms of sustainability as well. I would like to hope so. You definitely do. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. That makes me sound like a good posh person. It does. It does. You actually, absolutely. What so else you got there? Well, it's Christmas time. It is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old Brit. Any, yeah. If anyone, okay, so also, guys, we can't have a Christmas party this year. We just, we tried to too crazy. organize a happy hour Christmas party for our beautiful, lovely, adoring fans. <laughs> Sorry, that's patronizing. Um, But uh, we literally just don't have time. No. Or maybe energy. I think it's more that. Yeah.
1: We're both just in this like kind of like we have uh, I mean, we're busy. We have some things going on. We could definitely have figured out a way to have a Christmas party. I mean, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Never. We couldn't have done it. There was no chance. No, it was just, there was a lot on.
0: There's just a Um, lot on. But poor old Brit doesn't have one single Christmas party to go to.
1: (laughs) I am the biggest fan of Christmas you maybe ever meet. And I'm going to have some Christmassy... um, like dinner things you mm. know like dinner with friends at a christmas market but no market. like
0: office christmas party. No, that's
1: a real shame it's too bad because britney's it?
0: great at a christmas party i
1: will rock that party
0: Jeez. like you i'd show up like dressed like mrs claus you know like <laughs> i'd actually be fucking, yeah. yeah so if you guys have a really glam christmas party and you need a non-sexual date yes and she's taken. Don't even think about it. She's taken uh, by me. You're not going to want me,
1: anyways. I'll be dressed as Mrs.
0: Claus, yeah. like in a fat suit the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, cute. Or gray hair, like uh, the whole amazing wham, yeah, yeah, we'll just slip a little DM into the DM box. So, speaking of they Christmas say, parties, and slipping DMs and in. Sl- and <laughs> DMs. Is that what oh, they Jesus. say? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Slide kids. into
1: the DM. Slide in. That's it. Yeah. Got it. Um, So Christmas party, we've talked about this before, but I think it's a fun topic to cover right now because everybody's kind of going to their Christmas parties. If you already have, maybe you have already gone to your Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your thought on like, what if you just want to get a little
0: bit wasted at the old Christmas party? How do you feel? I think you have to pay very close attention to your office uh, culture and environment. Right. Okay. I've definitely... You said
1: culture in a very, like, um, well, I would say Canadian accent.
0: Did I? Yeah, you usually would say, like, culture. No, that's not it. <laughs> what what did would I you say? It? You were like, culture. Yes. I have to say that because in Australia we say culture. Culture. Exactly. And pe- people yeah. are like, is that some kind of fizzy drink with mushrooms <laughs> in it? <laughs>
1: okay, um, sorry,
0: sorry. Pay attention to the culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've worked at offices that are very pro. Like, you can... Happily, have your first shot of tequila at eleven in the morning, right? Yeah. Not that I would ever do that because by eleven thirty, I'd be like, I need
1: to go. Home. When people drink at lunch, like I just don't know how. I can't
0: really day drink, to be I, honest. I'm,
1: yeah, unless I have absolutely nothing to do, then I'm happy, happy to go have a day drink, pass the fuck out. Yeah,
0: you're you you don't stay awake for too long. I know <laughs> I'm pathetic. Um, but yeah, like there are some places that are like, yeah, sure, get your uh, get your eggnog into your tummy. <laughs> Just, That's what they what say. What I'm trying to That's say is what say. go ahead and get drunk. Right. Um, and it's endorsed, but other offices it's not. And yeah. you will know just by looking at I people. I feel like the
1: bigger the company, the more it's like don't get drunk at your party. Yeah.
0: Like if I worked at Microsoft yeah. or like Tetra Pak, I would not be getting mm. drunk. Don't do it.
1: Yeah. Okay. But then in terms of because there's this whole like, I mean, the classic, right? Go to the office Christmas party, get a little drunk. Meet the man at your maybe you maybe you have a little uh, um, inter office
0: uh, romance just for an evening, Penny. How do you feel about that? (sighs) I mean, you're just slipping around on. It's like going ice ice skating with (laughs) socks on and butter all over your hands. Like you may as well just like and puddles all over, so you never know where the thin ice really is. Yeah,
1: but you know what,
0: guys? Nobody needs to do this anymore. Has anyone tried Tinder or Bumble? Good call. That's those are strangers. That's true. You don't have to sleep with people you know. Yeah, exactly. Like you can just Penny, such a good point.
1: Okay. How do you feel in general? Because I was thinking about this. I was talking to a friend about this recently. So in general, like not talking about Christmas parties, but in general, like you're at work, let's say. Maybe you're in a client relations, you know, As format. As I always am, yes. right? And you meet a... Hot client.
0: Hot client. Oh, How do you feel about that? That is like... That's a tough one. It's really fun, actually, when you've got a hot client. You're like, I am really putting in the extra mile today. Oh,
1: I just get sweaty and I can't I get speak too. properly. It's like a nightmare.
0: Also, if I'm really attracted to someone, I'm a bitch to them.
1: <laughs> that... Makes a lot of sense. I to give me. a big
0: old cold shoulder. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Wait, which is really lame. But um, yeah, I mean, don't do anything. But if you, I don't know, like, are they like fl- are they flirting don't. with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they flirting? Are they married? No, <laughs> okay, no, great. single. As Good. far as you know, anyways. <laughs> I love that I'm the single correspondent. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love that. You're, you're the, the correspondent. You're the taken one, and I'm the free willie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've been in situations before before I was in mm. a relationship or don't tell Philip. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't exist before I met him. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, and I always was wondering, like, what is the, you know, it's like, do you wait until the project is finished and oh, then absolutely. maybe make a move? But is it okay to still make a move, or should you just really hundred percent avoid it?
0: So. This, okay, so if you're a woman, your it's yeah. different. I know. Because if you're a man, there's a power dynamic that exists, especially if they're the client hiring you, there's a power dynamic. So it makes it really uncomfortable. And I've had clients in the past, like, hit on me and I'm like, well, now I have to brush this off really elegantly yeah, without you even noticing, basically. So yeah. I, if I was a dude, to be honest, I'd be really flippin' careful. Yeah. Um, Almost just no go almost no go and if there was some way to sort of like i don't know like take take the whole thing out of a work context so for example yeah. like if the project's over and you're like well what are you doing on the weekend and you find out they're going to a cute christmas market maybe you could bump into them there Ooh, strategic some good old-fashioned stalking you yeah know? <laughs> That's all it takes. Just stock, a little stocking. Just yeah. one stalk, though. That's all you get. It's so, I think, like, you'll
1: have a good idea whether or not the other person is interested. Hopefully, you're one of those people, not one
0: of those people who can't tell. <laughs> and it's just oblivious to the Isn't signs that, the that someone's, someone's not. whole problem with our society is yeah. that most men can't tell. No offense, guys, but yeah. I'm just being nice. Do you think women <laughs> are the same, though? Or do you think yes, women can for tell? For sure, actually. I yeah. think people,
1: just in general, you're just, right. They tell themselves a certain story. And then they're just like, yeah, that's yeah. the
0: reality. It's I like, have so it's many friends who've been like, I mean, like, he obviously has a crush on me. And I'm like, I don't think he does. Yeah. <laughs> I think he I just know. got you a coffee because he was getting everyone else a coffee. So, yeah. Love you, that. You're yeah. damn right. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. I shouldn't have, uh, have man shamed there.
1: Yeah. Well, no. I think that was. I didn't mean it. It wasn't a man shame. Okay. Okay. Last Christmas topic, <laughs> potentially.
0: Um, gift giving at Christmas. Work. What do you think? Okay, so here's the here's the deal. In my eyes, you mm-hmm. have to keep it on the down low. Don't like do a big presentation of a gift Great. in front of your colleagues. Yeah, it's like, distasteful. And I'm talking like
1: you're saying like gift to your manager. Is that what you're thinking? Or even if it's anybody? like
0: even if I was giving a present to you, it's not like I'd make this big song and dance about it in front yeah. of everyone. Yeah. So keep it on the down low. Keep it within a reasonable cost. No dildos. <gasps> no sex toys. Back away from the dildo. Nothing. No. no yeah swear words even oh yeah are you just wondering about managers
1: no I'm in general like do you think that it's like a like should you well yeah I guess my first question is like should you get your manager a gift is that something that's kind of like um not required but like assumed that that's you know I I would
0: never basically do it because I'm because like I guess it's like for me a bit of a butt kiss around yeah Unless they have been, like, an amazing friend and mentor. You know what I mean? Like, unless they've kind of gone above and beyond to look after you, then definitely get them a present. A nice scented candle, a little bottle of whiskey, something generic. And honestly, with a manager, I wouldn't get too personal with the gift. For sure. Like, if you're like, um... John, I remember you said uh, six months ago that you like this very specific brand. Yeah. <laughs> of, uh, that's fucking creepy. Don't do that. Yeah, that's awkward. Um, something yeah. generic. Yeah. Whiskey, candle, soap, all those things that, you know, something your grandma would get you.
1: But you would never, like, you don't think it's something that, like, yeah, you should, you should get your boss or whatever a, a Christmas gift.
0: I mean, like, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm, why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just... Curious about that because... You should never feel obliged to get anyone a gift. Yes, that's you true. You should look into your heart and be like, what do I appreciate do about I, this person? Yeah.
1: Who would I like, actually do they like deserve to...
0: something?
1: Yeah. A, also, a Christmas card can go a long way. God damn yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's an easy one if you're kind of, like, on the fence. Just a nice... Standard Christmas card with some well wishes
0: for the yeah, new year, and a nicely worded message. Ooh, with maybe a little chocolate attached. How about that? Love that. Right? Yeah, that's cute. And maybe a sheet of dog sh- dog stickers or something. Dog stickers. <laughs> that's what Penny wants. So, if anybody's looking to get <laughs> Penny a gift, I have some, and I've lost them in my house, and it's causes me <laughs> at least fifteen to twenty minutes of anxiety every week. Oh my god, Penny! I'm like, so where are funny. my dog stickers? <laughs> These were a gift from that's, a very nice person. That's amazing. That's mm. really amazing. There's all different breeds. There's like a Labrador and a Jack Russell. And...
1: <laughs> You're such a, just a, like a, a little girl, you know? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. That's true. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to leave off on, Penn?
0: Yes. Um, I don't know if anyone saw this article in the cut, but apparently is at, uh, is it Berkeley? Berkeley? Yeah, Berkeley in the US, which is a university. I think it's a good one. They've started running adulting classes, which, um, (coughs) excuse me, they teach students how to create and stick to a personal budget, build a resume and apply for jobs, navigate romantic relationships, um, and do stuff like that. And I'm like, resumes and apply for jobs I mean like it's offensive to me that the education system isn't just doing that already it's crazy I was never taught to write a resume I was actually Hmm. I was
1: taught like we had I can't remember what the what the course was called but it was a mandatory course it was probably something like personal development Mm. course or something and it was something we had to and we like wrote our resume and we even did like mock interviews with a teacher and like all
0: this kind of stuff it's interesting that um I mean like universities are interesting because they're they're academic and some Mm -hmm. university degrees are like you do a law degree and you go on to become a lawyer so Mm -hmm. you're vocational in that respect but then the other side of it is like you study anthropology and you do a master's and then you do a PhD and then you teach and yeah. write, write books and stuff, and it's like I think universities are having this identity crisis of like not being very useful anymore, right? Unless you yes. want to pursue one of these really traditional paths, hundred percent. Yeah, they should. They need to work that out. Like it's.
1: I also found really interesting in this article. Like it really got me thinking. Like. Like, because I really find that, I don't know if this is just because I'm getting older, Mm. but I'm finding I'm meeting young people and I'm like, I was not that immature when I was that age. Like, that's like the mentality I have. Yeah, I find that young people are almost more immature and I think it's probably to do with digital... Media. See, I
0: have the opposite experience. What? I know a bunch of people and I guess it's because maybe we're meeting people in different places, but yeah. I meet a lot of young people through my young people. God, we're officially ancient. Yeah. Um. But I lot, meet a lot of young people in my creative writing class. Right. And I'm like, you're smarter and better than me. Like you have your shit together so hard. Yeah, that's not where I'm meeting people. Yeah. <laughs> in my creative, like, I think that makes a lot of sense. Maybe that's they're very a little hyperspace specific yeah but yeah and but like, that's good to know though I think also in Berlin like it's a bit of a self-selecting process you have to be a certain type of person to want to live in this hellhole. totally Jokes. to go I'm obsessed with Berlin yeah it's especially the best. right now
1: but it's you have to jump through a lot of hoops mm. to, in order to like figure out how to live here yeah so I think that also is like like you said the self-selecting process
0: yeah and it's also like a niche experience yes like it's not like
1: Makes New you York, grow up, it, for sure.
0: Yeah. And, like, New York, London, they're sort of established, they're English-speaking. Like, if you choose to Berlin uh, to live in Berlin or move to Berlin, you've got this sort of a different outlook on life, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Mm. Interesting. Oh, goddamn! damn.
0: I love Berlin so much. I know. I'm like really passionately in love right now.
1: It's really, I mean, this is your season, which is so weird. This is your season. Penny love loves it. like when it's dark and cold and gray. I think,
0: mm, not so much gray. Okay, it's not the Love gray. the cold. And I mm. love December. So here it's like... The sun will come up at sort of eight. Yeah. And at the moment, it's going down around 4 Just before four, yeah. Which is like the shortest day ever. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And the, like I mean, it. of course, December, you have the lights up and you have the Christmas market, And people's and lights
0: things. in their apartments are on. So nice. So it's like these warm orange glow yeah. everywhere. It's like magical. It's the coziest, and for sure. You can sure. just walk around anywhere and be like, could you? Could I please have a glue vine? Yeah. <laughs> At Spätys, they totally. have Glühwein. I know.
1: Isn't that cool? Glühwein is like mold wine. Yeah. Um, but it's, and it's different. And Spätys are convenience. Yeah. Sorts. And Yeah, right. <laughs> Späti's. Mm. What's really cute about that? So Spät means late.
0: So it's like a late shop. Späty. Cute. Uh, but you forgot the Kauf. It's Spät Kauf. Yeah. but Late shop. And yeah. then we abbreviate it to spati. Yeah. I've also made up some other German words. With Abbreviations, for example, I'm feeling a little schlaffy, which means <laughs> sleepy.
1: Schlaffy that's a penny
0: ism trademark. Oh, that's great. You should actually trademark that. Thanks, it's gorgeous. Um, so
1: that was our Christmas edition gab
0: chat, wamble, wamble fest, <laughs> wamble. And, and we're not religious, by the way, we just like the occasion of Christmas. So if yeah. you uh, don't like Christmas, we totally get it, yes. but also if you do, have a peaceful, lovely holiday with your family and friends, yes. and if it's a hard time for you, uh, send us a DM, and we'll send you some lovely motivational messages. Maybe even some, uh, I like
1: to call them funnies, which are basically like really, like the best of the best curated memes Great. Um, from the internet, which just make you laugh. Yeah. And that's sometimes what Laughter you Laughter
0: is the best medicine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we well, yeah. Ha- happy holidays, everybody. And uh, we see- love you. Oh, right. We should tell them. We'll see you in two Tuesdays. Yes, two Tuesdays. Which is the 7th of January. That's when we're back. That's correct. Ooh. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.